the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. Yeah. 2FM. We talked about him um, as having and keeping, should I say, having probably the wrong one. The biggest balls in, in keeping, sport. Keeping, I think it's better. Keeping, yeah, yeah, the biggest balls in sport. Keeping uh, them. I haven't seen him since before Christmas. He's walked in here with a fresh haircut. He looks sharp. He sharp. looks like he's ready to score goals. Mick McCarthy's in there, everybody. What a welcome. How are you, man? I'm fantastic, Nicky. Good to he, see you. He's missed good, you. Good. You can see he's missed you. Can't, can't wait you? for this. Yeah. How many soccer stories have we got today? Oh, actually... I, I think, think only one. I think we've only one. I'm so <laughs> and it's sorry. In the yoga studio. Well, somehow. It's not really. It's not really a soccer story. We'll it's find one, more. It's one that the non-soccer people like myself can relate to. Hopefully, that is the plan. Do you know what? Throw them at me. <laughs> right. Fire away. No prep. Fire away. <laughs> uh, anyway, right. So on Monday night, uh, President Donald Trump welcomed to the White House the reigning champs of college football, the Clemson Tigers. Um, Tell us a little bit about the food that they had because they had a bit of a banquet. Well, the White House are expecting obviously very lean turkey or chicken or steak or vegetarian options or vegan options. They're all going to be there. They're all going to be there and it's going to be well catered and, you know, everything is going to be ready for these guys. One of the few sporting teams that actually seem to agree to come and meet President Donald Trump in his uh, two years of, of, of being president so far. But as you know, there's a there's a government shutdown over in America at the moment for right, yeah. reasons unknown, I would say. is probably a polite way of putting it. But, um, you know, it's been going on for a long time now. So a lot of the, the catering staff of the White House um, off. are currently off. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, Donald, in his wisdom, um, known to be a fan of fast food himself, actually. Um, apparently, I read once one of his main reasons that he likes fast food so much is because of an irrational fear he has of being poisoned. Was it you who told me that? Somebody I'm told me that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Know. But uh, yeah, so he can just go, he goes, he can send someone into McDonald's. I wouldn't and say it's, it's a, that it's irrational affair, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's gone back years. But, yeah, I think I mean, I'd have that fear myself. Um, but um, obviously, what's good, for, what's good for the Donald is good for everybody else. So when the Clemson Tigers arrived, they were met with a banquet. I've never seen anything like it because there was a picture going around. Um, he, I think the president himself tweeted it out and it's in various other places of the amount of McDonald's burgers and I think Wendy's as they have over in America. Domino's Has anyone used the headline McDonald Trump? No? <laughs> I no. don't know actually, Nikki. You could, <laughs> I think you're wasted it here to be honest. I, not really. Not really. Uh, Wendy's Burger um, King, Domino's as well. This yeah. sounds like... $3,000 of his own... Um, of his own money apparently spent on this, you know, um, he is a billionaire, but, or a supposed billionaire. So this all comes, and obviously, as with anything that Trump does, there's massive reaction on both sides. But one of the funniest ones I found was that there was a video going in of the players kind of lining up to get their burgers. And they'd obviously been told about this in advance, and one of them just kind of whispers to the other one and goes, I thought this was a joke. <laughs> 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 so, so I don't think they actually thought they were going in for a load of burgers but you know um, a lot of people saying what a way to treat athletes to go and give them a load of junk food other people are saying look this is what these kids want what do they yeah. want to be sitting down for a, a well catered four course meal for yeah. you know what I mean they're college kids that have just won a championship they're coming for a casual affair why not give them a few burgers fair enough either side I thought the best um, response though was um, just a picture of um, Macaulay Culkin as Richie Rich and the McDonald's that he bought when he brought when he brought his friends around was like you have your own McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> and it did seem like there was a kind of an element of Trump with his like you know the young kids kind of yeah. coming to see him his cool place where he lives and he's like I've got loads of burgers and pizzas and 
Well, I'd say they had the crack, though. I'd say, like you said, those kids have to win the championship going in there. That is probably what they want, isn't it? Do you know what it is? Sometimes what you're not expecting turns out to be better. And the reason I'm saying that is because we've also had a text in that said, I thought you said Mick McCarthy. I'm devastated. No, 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 no. We did say Mick McCarthy. This is Mick McCarthy. All right, there's two Mick McCarthy's, and to us, there's only one. Just so you know. Absolutely. Okay. And you you never fell out with Roy Keane, did you? No, no, no. Not, well, I mean, he doesn't know about it. <laughs> not yet. Uh, right, talk to us about our next story. Um, <coughs> I'm going to try this one, okay? Yes. Abu Bakar Kamara. Yes, yes well done. Well done, yeah, yeah. He's so, a big man. And, and do you know what? I was <laughs> just going to call him Kamara. Okay. Or Abu Kamara, but yeah, you're right. Um, um, so this was a story. Anyone who will have seen this, it was a match of the day a few a few weeks ago. Fulham were playing game at their bottom of the league. They absolutely had to win. They ended up winning it. They got a goal a few minutes later, but they got a penalty. Again, must win game. There's about 15, 20 minutes to go. And this guy, Alexander Mitrovic, their striker, goes to get the ball. This guy, his strike partner, Kamara, grabs the ball off him and just kind of demands that he's taking the penalty. Gets into a fight with all of his own players. I didn't see this. Starts shouting and screaming, pushes them away. You know, eventually Mitrovic kind of, for the sake of teamwork and because Kamara is going to take this penalty anyway, runs up to him and kind of says, right, we don't want the bad feeling, goes up and like pats him on the head and kind of says, good luck, you know, and the whole crowd erupts for Mitrovic's you know, magnanimousness. Yeah. <laughs> Being the bigger man. Yes, saying, there exactly. There you go, for yeah, the yeah, team. Yeah. And, um, of course, Kamara goes up and misses the penalty. An <laughs> awful penalty. Um, it's cleared. There's disaster for Fulham. Mitrovic himself rescues them. They win the game. Afterwards, Claudio Ranieri, the manager, like, literally saying, I would have killed him. <laughs> you know, like, using those words. I wanted to kill him. You know, <laughs> I presume Mitrovic was the penalty taker. Mitrovic was the penalty, penalty taker. Kamara had won the penalty and decided, I don't care, I'm taking it. He hasn't had a good season. He hasn't scored many goals. So this is the backdrop to this. Because it emerges yesterday, then, that in a squad yoga session, uh, the two of them had to be prized apart by all their teammates and getting into a physical uh, a physical scrap. Uh, apparently because Mitrovic was upset that Kamara um, had been disrespectful to the yoga teacher during a team decompression setting. Oh, God. So I've got I've got about as far as my yoga buzzwords get me at this stage <laughs> now. I, I I don't think I could go into any any further detail, but um, just one of those things where you know you kind of expect it on a football field. You've seen it before. We've seen teammates fighting, but you know. In a yoga Fighting session? in yoga is just not cricket, no, Nicky, no, is it? That's never going to make as a sport. <laughs> I mean, it's designed to calm you down and to relax you. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't think they came out of. I don't think they came out of that session Namaste. with any of the the you know the the zen that yoga no. is supposed to bring you. You know, quite the opposite. <laughs> and our final story that we have, which um, I, I've seen the video of this and it's incredible, uh, the future of gymnastics. U.S. gymnast Caitlin Ohashi. Um, this is. This is amazing, the routine she did. And even it starts out with a bit of Phil Collins. It goes into Michael Jackson. I mean, it's yeah. just, even if you're not into gymnastics, this is a show. There's Proud Mary in there. Yeah. It's got the whole thing. Um, yeah, so anyone that's seen it, and I just looked before I came in, and the number is up to just on this one Twitter video alone. I'm sure it's elsewhere now. 3.5 million, you know, it was... Wow. Uh, or Sorry, 35 million. Sorry, wow. 35. Because it was... I, that, well, the, the reason I mentioned that is even because the jump of just a couple of days ago when people started writing about that it was just over a million. It was yeah. one point five million so the, the, everybody has seen this now at this stage and it's just one of the I actually watched it in full again last night I'd, 
seen it when it was kind of out a, a couple of days ago and it was just this it's one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen one is because we've seen floor exercises in gymnastics forever we don't most of us I'm not going to put anybody in, in, in a box here but I will certainly for myself don't know anything about gymnastics it's something that you kind of see in the Olympics it's on you might watch a little bit of it but you know what a floor routine is supposed to look like you've seen yeah. it enough over the years in the Olympics and it's it's generally kind of slow it's people kind of setting up things in the corner with you know sort of dance moves as they wait and you to kind do of get their... your straight landing and your hands back and everyone's exactly. kind of clapping well, as they wait to do the routine great example do that yeah. again do you want to do with your hands is this on camera um, I don't we, we, we'll find it there you go but you try jump and get, off the put your head behind <laughs> legs behind stop your it head stop it now stop it <laughs> you try and get a straight landing without moving and, and they generally might take a step or two and you sort of still I'll, I'll go ooh but the commentators will tell me that's totally fine and yeah. you know because we haven't the clue what we're yeah. doing we watched this last night and what? so the first time you're watching it you're going wow she's got a smile on her face it's uplifting music no wonder this is so popular and then you kind of watch it again and you're like the thing she is doing is absolutely remarkable. I've never seen anybody with more balance. I've never seen anybody be able to do She was doing like triple turns on the regular basis. Insane landing into the splits, bounce back up. Never a foot wrong. Perfect 10, which I don't think I've ever seen either. And um, then she's kind of doing half like a moonwalk in the middle. And you're like, this she's is, dancing you're as kind well, of going, yeah. is this a dance routine? Is it gymnastics? It's like, I don't know what the combination of the two is. I've just, I've never quite seen that before. But it was so much more entertaining. And again, she just had a smile on her face. and seemed to be enjoying the whole thing. And the crowd were clapping along and loving it bit more uplifting music less kind of a classical approach it's like a complete reinvention mm. of gymnastics and i think that's just just a name a name we want to look out for and Kate was Lee this Nahashi. was this Kate a big Nahashi. event do we know it was the, the, uh, the, the collegiate challenge is challenge that, is that i don't know is that a yes. massive or is it so she she represents ucla and, and 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 like it's just the college championships in america so it would be big all right yeah but and, and i imagine it's not too far below what would be Olympic standard? Yeah. But um, as, as with all college any... sports in America, you know they're always mm. pretty big, and that's where people get their scholarships and go. And especially in lower sports that wouldn't have a huge professional ranks, that's where they go and get to get to do their thing. They get the scholarships to go and do it. So I'd imagine it's at a pretty high level. All right, Jen, it was a big crowd there as so. well. If you haven't seen it, uh, do check it out. And we don't have it here, but I also would like to mention because I meant to remind people to watch it last night, and I forgot that the Katie Taylor documentary was televised last night on RT, yeah. which is. A, if you haven't seen it yet for anyone it's just it's brilliant is it as good as or better than the Bross documentary everybody keeps telling me about this I know it's very different <laughs> very different very di it's not as funny as the Bross documentary you like um, Bross and it probably, being with Katie Taylor it's probably you? a tiny bit more moving than the Bross documentary <laughs> uh, but it but it is certainly a great documentary for brilliant anyone who stuff, hasn't yeah, seen yes. it um, and she's got she's got the fight she wanted now coming up hasn't she the uh, Katie, she's got a big uh, world title fight to kind of yeah, unify so, all the belts. Yeah, so she's gonna she's hopefully be unifying all the belts by the end of by the end of 2019. I was actually um, was with her for for a thing we were doing there last week and talking to her about it. And she's got 2019 planned out. You know, obviously everything yeah. has to go to plan. She has to win all the fights, but she's got a big fight in Philadelphia on um, Patrick's Day. I think Patrick's Day. 16th, yeah, yeah, I think the 16th. Yeah. yeah, the Saturday night. So um, she could be topping that bill and. Every time she fights now, she brings a bigger crowd of her own, and the she's she, amazing. She goes higher up in the TV slots and everything like that. So, big, big star. Yeah, and absolutely. deserves everything she has. And as as Jenny says, anyone you have to see that film because it just 
reminds you we all love Katie and it's going back for a long long time it's going mm. back to like well before the 2012 Olympics but I think she's been in our lives for so long we've followed you kind of forget why you do yeah, yeah. you know it's other than just oh she's fighting again that's kind of you know I, I missed the fight but she won great go on and Katie I think, but you forget why you love her and that's the, like she's just a, a and I think all character. of us forget like we'll all jump on the bandwagon when she's fighting and we'll all get behind her and, and you know work or support the whole thing but then the work for her doesn't stop no. You know what I mean? The, to get to where she is, yeah. it's six, seven, eight days a week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She was home for Christmas there, and it was, it, like I said, she's just gone back, I think, to, to America for, for camp for this fight. And it was her first decent break, she'd said, in, in a long time, you know. And even then, she's working when she's home, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. It's not like she's, she's off. But she's, like, you know, she technically lives here, mm. but she's over in America you know eight nine months of the year because that's how often she's in intensive training for her yeah. fights and that's where she trains so it just goes yeah. to show how much how yeah. much she puts well, into those as we said absolutely. we see her three nights a year yeah. and we're delighted but so much goes into it yeah absolutely uh, are Liverpool going to win the league Mick? Um, I think they might yeah I think it's going to be a good title race I'm really looking forward to it It's um, there's four points in it now and both teams are going to win most of their games so I think that it's going to go it's going to be very, very tight. But I, I but as Stephen Gerrard once said, very famously said, we do not let this slip. We, we do, do not. This will, is a better will team. Will they let that, it though. slip? Well, I don't think that anything will ever happen like that for anyone who doesn't remember. He said that at the start of a game, we will not let this slip. And then he himself slipped to concede a goal uh, to Chelsea. And Liverpool basically did <laughs> that. I love Stephen Gerrard. That, that was one of <laughs> um, the most ironic things that ever happened <laughs> in the history of the world. And what about Solskjaer? Well, United are basically back now, Nicky, aren't they? Crazy, yeah. Well, they need a lot of players still, but is it? What amazes me <laughs> well, they've won all is, their games, so what can you do? What ama- exactly, exactly. But what amazes me is how they can turn it on for Solskjaer and not for another manager. It says a lot about the players, mm, though, doesn't it? Possibly, yeah. Maybe maybe it's hard to continue to motivate yourself for a manager who keeps yeah. telling you how terrible you are. Yeah, but you should be more professional. But I love Solskjaer, and he's doing a great job. And you know they're going to win the league next year. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Mick McCarthy, everybody. Thank Woo-hoo! you very much. Who do you support again, Mick? Aston Villa or something? That's it, yeah. yeah. How Villa, are they doing? 12th in the championship, Nicky. Wow. We just lost 3-0 to Wigan at the weekend, Happy so days. things are flying. Flying, flying, flying. <laughs> uh, Leeds are flying, aren't they, as well? Yeah, Leeds. Oh, quick, quickly about Spygate. Tell me what right, your opinion okay. is on Spygate between Leeds and Derby. What what do I think of it? I think it's probably a bit of a storm in a teacup. For anyone who doesn't know, um, uh, Bielsa, the um, rather famous now Leeds coach, Argentinian, um, was... Uh, basically caught sending somebody to um, Derby County training ground Frank Lampard's their manager uh, hiding in the bushes hiding in the bu- <laughs> hiding in the bushes apparently he had bolt cutters on him uh, you know, I yeah, know that. hadn't used them I don't really understand where that part of the story comes from Frank Lampard absolutely not happy about this all the English media up in a huff Bielsa's like no oh, look I didn't mean to respect, disrespect anyone this is just what we do in Argentina yeah, I've done it for 20 and, years and he's, he and he's like are you, gonna, are you not going to do it again Ah, look, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> More or less, it's just But he's not the first. People have done that. People have of looked over fences and watched and whatever. Of course. Jose Mourinho used to sneak into, or uh, snuck into a game he was banned from in the laundry basket. Yeah. I think against Bayern Munich when he was Chelsea manager, he was supposed to be banned from the dressing room. Yeah. Wheeled him and in the skip and opened it in the dressing room. He did the team talk, wheeled him back out. Amazing. Nobody knew. <laughs> Mick, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. 2FM. Let's go. This is 2FM.